Welcome to Next Stop Now, a podcast about experiments in repurposing life. I'm Isabel Angel. Next Stop Now is a production of the Ecological Citizens Project, which grows citizen-led campaigns to build a more just, healthy, democratic, and sustainable way of life. This show is about different people who took a risk and changed their lives to change the world. Today, we hear from Megan Offner. She left a career where waste was inherently part of the job to start a business that's all about increasing forest sustainability. When I get to be in the woods, I feel like a little kid. You know, it's like, I, this is what I get. I get paid to go out and just like, like find cool branches or go and look at somebody's fallen tree and then like, you know, just like have a conversation about like what that tree meant for them. My name is Megan Offner and we are at New York Heartwoods headquarters in Kingston, New York. New York Heartwoods is a regenerative wood products company. Uh, We take trees that would otherwise be landfilled, wood chipped, or cut into firewood, and make uh, high value furniture and custom housewares. I like to think that local wood is the next local food. You know, trees are another resource that we grow that we can keep in our communities. Before starting New York Heartwoods, I was living in Brooklyn and doing prop styling and set design for fashion and advertising photo shoots. And at the end of the day, almost everything ends up in the dumpster. And it was just, it was gross. It it, it really broke my heart to know that trees were being cut down so that I could build these things that were so ephemeral that after a day or a week, they would end up in a landfill And um, I grew up in Montana, in Missoula, and the mountains around there, you know, 30-some years ago, were often clear-cut. There would just be, you know, these mystical green forests, and then there would just be a mess of just debris and stumps. heartbreaking even as like as a kid I remember just the impact of that devastation and it just like that imprinted this sense of like you know like I really get where wood comes from so just to, to double the impact and then build this thing that would end up as waste I didn't want to be a part of that cycle anymore felt exhausted. I felt unfulfilled. Um, I really suffered from depression um, up into my like late 20s, early 30s. And when you live in the city, I don't think you realize how much it wears you down, just like the day-to-day and um, the light pollution, the sound pollution, the pollution pollution, <laughs> everything. It's just, um, it really is taxing on the body and on one's spirit. So I started uh, studying like permaculture and sustainable building and design. And uh, that led to working 
with some, some folks upstate that were doing some natural building projects. And I met my friend's friend's dad, Dave Washburn. He had managed a 50-acre forest for 40 years. And I just really reconnected to, like, to the land, to the forests. He invited a group of us to go to Wisconsin to work with a fellow named Jim Berkemeyer, who has a company called Timber Green Forestry. And in the Menominee Native American tradition, their process of taking, you know, like the worst trees first for their, like, building needs for whatever they needed the wood for. The way that they take trees out, it creates more, like actually more woody mass in those forests. And it's this beautiful example of like how you can co-create um, with the natural world. So Jim Berkemeyer, he has 200 acres of family forest. And then by taking the dying of disease trees, he improves the health of the forest. He then mills those logs into hardwood flooring. The scraps from that process get made into things that he sells in a, a brick and mortar store in Spring Green, Wisconsin, and then also online in an Etsy shop. And whatever is left over from that ends up in his wood stove. And it was this beautiful example of how you could have an impactful, creative, career that didn't produce waste and that was like created win-win situations that could potentially regenerate resources and I knew immediately like at every cell of my body I was like this is what I want to do. Um, so milling wood like you start with the log and then with the portable mill you essentially just like walk down the length of the log, drop the blade, walk down the length of the log, like back it up, drop the blade, and it's this meditative process. Two weeks later, I was introduced to um, a couple who had some land in Warwick and a portable mill that wasn't being used. And within several months after getting to know them and building up trust and, and friendship, I was able to start my business on their land. So I moved up to Warwick from Brooklyn and lived in a 54-sided house that was built by a cult. And just my life completely changed. But it was just everything, everything fell into place for it to happen. So it was just like I was guided to do this work. You know, like I love every knot and like the funkiness in every tree that tells its story, that gives it character, that makes it unique. I went to a commercial lumber yard a couple months ago because we were short on ash. And though we try not to support commercial logging, all the ash trees are dying at this point. So we kind of did what we had to do. But I, I went and I was just like, I was looking at maple too just while I was there and every piece was so vanilla and just like perfect. And it just made me really uncomfortable. Just, you know, like nature doesn't grow that way. and. I mean, it, parts of it do, but I, I love the chaos of just, um, of like all of the, you know, like maple has so many interesting like pinks and greens and all of these weird colors that can come into the wood. And um, I prize that the wood that we mill has all of those characteristics.
every time you mill a log, it's like Christmas because you're unwrapping this gift and you don't know what's going to be inside. Like each one has its own story, its own history, the size of the growth rings. You can tell like when there has been drought or when like maybe it was an early succession tree and then the tree cover came in and the rings get tighter because it gets less light. We have found that, and also heard from other sawyers, that the higher grade logs that furniture makers are used to are becoming harder and harder to find due to the increase of insects and fungi and storms taking down healthy trees. Um, there's this book called The Dying of the Trees that I was reading recently that talks about how the dieback of certain species of trees or the, in the weakening of trees, the, their susceptibility to insects uh, and different diseases is increasing due to acid rain. There's a whole system of fungi that connects trees and the fungi breaks down the, the leaf matter, the needles, anything else on the forest floor into nutrients that the tree can consume and the fungi is weakened due to the acid rain and so it's not breaking down the matter so the trees aren't getting the nutrients that they need and are therefore starving in a lot of ways. So climate change, um, greenhouse gas emissions do have a huge impact on our forest health and we see that you know all the time and it's just like the, the quality and the character of the trees. I feel like we're well positioned to respond to climate change, that our business is well timed and as more and more trees are dying and we and other businesses like ours are educating people on, like, on the importance of, of using local wood, of using trees that were sourced in a regenerative way, of educating people on the, like, the value of the imperfections in the wood. Uh, a lot of our clients appreciate what we create because it does have character. Like I think a lot of people are kind of sick of perfection because they know it's, it's really a facade, like, um, or they want something that feels more real, they want something that feels more organic. And we embrace all of the oddities. We have sugar maple, walnut, black locust, ambrosia maple, cherry, the stack of lumber here is ash, red oak and white oak. We have quite a bit of, of maple, sycamore. I believe that in the future, more and more people will be turning to businesses like ours. Where you put your money is a political statement. And I think, especially in these times where people are really waking up to being politically active and divesting or investing and making more conscious choices, I believe that businesses like mine will continue to be more and more desired and successful. Years ago I was told to just do what I love and the money will follow and I found that to be true. I mean, like sometimes I wish they were, <laughs> would follow me a little bit more, but we have been, you know, lucky enough or blessed, you know, where we've been doing this for six years, so we're, we're doing something, right?
Megan Offner of New York Heartwoods. On Next Stop Now, we'll continue to feature stories like hers. Music from this episode is by Poddington Bear. Editorial help from Jason Angel and Jocelyn Apicello. Next Stop Now is a production of the Ecological Citizens Project. You can learn more about their mission at ecologicalcitizens.org. Sometimes you just need a little inspiration to take that leap in your life. Maybe you'll find that in these stories. The next stop is now.